Sexy. This is the 77 WABC minicast. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. We are just a few days away from the 60th anniversary of the assassination of John F. Kennedy. And a few things are abundantly clear looking back at this uh, horrible tragedy six decades later. One, it's that people are still interested in it. And two, it's that the majority of people, according to public opinion polls, do not buy the official report of the Warren Commission, a man who has caused me to think about this case more than anyone else over the course of the last six or seven years has been Mark Shaw. He's written four brilliant books about this. He's written books about other subjects, but the four books of what I'll call the uh, Kilgallen series are an absolute must read. The Reporter Who Knew Too Much, Fighting for Justice, Collateral collateral Damage, and Denial of Justice. And it's about a lot more than just the John F. Kennedy assassination. It's about the mysterious death of Dorothy Kilgallen. It's about the death of Marilyn Monroe. It's about the death of Lee Harvey Oswald. It's about the death of Robert F. Kennedy. There's a ton in there, and he is showing absolutely no signs of slowing down because he has just done some reporting that totally calls into question the final conclusion of the Warren Commission, which is that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. I'm very pleased to welcome back to the program New York Times bestselling author and a recovering attorney, the one and only Mark Shaw. Mark, it's great to talk to you. I like that. Recovering attorney. Boy, that's for sure, isn't it? A former attorney, recovering. I always put that with attorneys so that people will really think about believing me, you know, because most people don't believe lawyers anymore. So, but thank you for that nice introduction. I appreciate it. It may, it may seem to your listeners like I can't hold a job because I, I've, you know, written all these books and then I did a bunch of stuff with the criminal defense attorney and did network coverage for some of the uh, famous trials like O.J. and Kobe and and uh, Mike Tyson and all that and you know who is this guy because he keeps seems to keep uh, moving from occupation to occupation but the last few years of course uh, I dove into the, the assassination and as you talked about uh, the life and times and the death of uh, of Dorothy Kilgallen. Mark, do you obviously what you're doing now? I'm sure is very rewarding and uh, it's certainly very interesting. I'm curious though, do you miss practicing law at all? I do. I do. And it's it's interesting because um, I, I never had any idea that uh, all of this would happen to me. I'm so blessed, Frank. I've had a very, very interesting uh, life. I, uh, I grew up in Indiana and then went to Purdue University. And if you can imagine, uh, almost flunked out of there uh, during my freshman year, the same year that I learned about the JFK assassination, uh, 1963. And, um, you know, uh, I just never was a very good student or anything else like that. Uh, and then, of course, uh, once I graduated, I didn't know what to do, the, with, you know, what the hell to do with myself. So I became a bartender in Chicago. And uh, then they, women would, uh, guys would come in and they'd be talking to the women in there and they'd impress them by saying, I'm going to law school. So I thought, well, maybe I can get into law school. So I did. 
And then I I spent several years as a uh, a criminal defense attorney for high-profile murder cases, got into the network business and everything, and then uh, I covered uh, the Mike Tyson trial, and that's the first case that I ever really reported for the networks, and then I wrote my first book about it. And so it's been quite a journey in terms of where I'm going, but... Um, you know, I'm an under, uh, I'm an overachiever, and I always like to to you know be an inspiration for people because uh, you know you can do anything you want to in life if you work hard enough at it and you decide that that you know you're you're making a difference and somehow or another I became a historian through all of this and um, the, the biggest thing though I miss is practicing law but I'll tell you what I have as an alternative. What I missed about practicing law was giving, you know, learning about the evidence, researching, all that. I do that with what I do now. I uh, would um, uh, do uh, opening statements and final arguments at trials. I do that now with the opening of the book and, mm. and the final part of the book. And the other thing is interesting. Um, I never had any training in, um, in, uh, in writing. I never had any of those workshops that people go to Iowa for and all that other but here's how I learned to write I, by talking to juries. Hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm very blessed when people say, Mark, your books are so easily read. And I think to myself, well, uh, they're, good organi- they're organized well and all that. That's what I used to do with the juries, talk to the jurors about the evidence and so on and so forth. And, of course, since I'm from an all, a, a small town back in Indiana, I don't have a great vocabulary. So I can really, you know, I I tell people who want to write books that a book is like having a conversation with the reader, but you're not there. And so there's some similarities there, and I appreciate your asking me that question. So I kind of get my, my, uh, you know, what I really enjoyed and a great deal about practicing law uh, from writing my books. Well, I I can certainly understand that, and uh, that makes a lot of sense. As I alluded to when I was introducing you, the American people do not and have never, over the course of the last 59 years or so, believed the final report of the Warren Commission. What may come as a a bit of a surprise to some people is something that you've sort of discovered here, which is that even within Warren Commission circles, their final conclusion was somewhat controversial. Fill us in here, uh, Mark. What have you discovered? Well, I'll tell you what. When I I was in a a class in my freshman year at Purdue and JFK was killed, I cried like everybody else. But then, you know, I, I didn't pay too much attention to what was going on because you know, uh, it wasn't too long after that. Let's see, it's September of 64, so we're talking not even a year after the assassination. The Warren Commission, you know, uh, publicized its final report. So I bought it like everybody else did. You know, this is what an honorable, uh, you know, I have a photograph of the Warren Commission right in front of me, and you've got LBJ, and you've got J. Edgar Hoover, and you've got you know, all of these individuals, Earl Warren, the Chief Justice Supreme Court, and they've done all this investigation, and they've looked into all these witnesses and everything, and they're telling us it was Oswald alone. So I bought all that, and and I think uh, you're, you're saying now, I think it's something, we're around 80% of the people now that don't believe a great deal in the Warren Commission verdict, but back then they did, and through the years they did, and, and the books that came out about Oswald alone and all of that, so you know, it was interesting for me because I've done all this research uh, into the JFK assassination, and you know that my kind of spiritual guide has been this woman, uh, Dorothy Kilgallen. And uh, for your audience that doesn't know, you know, although most people remember her 
from the uh, quiz show What's My Line, which was on CBS for 10 years. It was a quiz show that gave uh, guests unusual occupations. But um, it was interesting because I never knew anything about her either until I uh, interviewed uh, some people who knew, knew Melvin Belli, who was Jack Ruby's lawyer, and they said that, well, Belli knew Dorothy Kilgallen. And I said, well, how'd that happen? And they said, well, she was at the, uh, she investigated the JFK assassination. So it was just an interesting situation where I kept finding this clue and another clue and all of that. And um, uh, But I'm going to apologize just a little bit to your audience and to you because there's some things that I really missed with my research. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.